Okay, welcome back to the HSC Network podcast, everyone. Uh, this is our second instalment in our sleep awareness series. And today we are joined by the fantastic Annie Schlecht of Zen Sleep Consulting. Annie, thank you very much for joining us. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. So in this podcast, we're going to be looking at um, how sleep can improve sort of our physical health, um, in addition to the mental health stuff around it as well. Um, and also what the benefits of getting good sleep and we're also going to have some fantastic tips that our listeners can use to try and improve their sleep. Um, so I guess, Annie, my first question to you is, obviously sleep has tremendous benefits for both physical and mental health. Um, how can it really truly help support a healthy immune system? Um, and why is that very important um, during this specific time? Right. So sleep is the foundation of our health, right? Everything that we're doing throughout the day is being processed, restored, like our body is kind of going through and doing the work of restoring when we're sleeping. And so if we're not getting the best quality sleep at night, we're definitely not giving our body enough time to do the work that it needs to do. So the first thing I always explain to people is like when you are sick, kind of one of the very first symptoms that you notice is fatigue, right? We're tired. And that is the body's way of saying like, okay, I'm going to send out our our white blood cells are making these things called cytokines, right? So they need to be sent out to make us sleepy so that we will slow down to give our body the chance to go from fight or flight to rest and digest so it can go in and do the work. It can clean up all of the pathological challenges within there. And so when we are sleeping, actually there's research out there that indicates one night of missed sleep can decrease your natural T killer cells, which are the white blood cells in your body, right? That go through and they're like these like fighter tanks that are fighting off the pathological challenges. And they're decreased by 50%, even off of one night of missed sleep. So as you can imagine, getting chronic, people who are chronically sleep deprived are really having a hard time fighting off any of these viruses or um, other bugs that are within our system. So it is crucial that we're making sure that we're emphasizing and prioritizing our sleep right now. So in terms of maybe a more holistic look, um, what are the benefits of getting good sleep uh, maybe on a more specific scenario? Right. So boosting your immune system, obviously, number one, right? When we, well, let me just kind of walk you through what happens when we're sleeping, right? So what happens, we go through our, our phases of sleep, which includes non-REM and REM sleep. Okay. So when we first fall asleep, we're going into non-REM. So this is non-rapid eye movement. We go through uh, three phases of this. The first stage is kind of like you're getting drowsy. Uh, You know, your eyes are starting to flutter. You're going down into a lighter state of sleep. Then you're going, if somebody were to wake you up, you'd kind of nod off. It's kind of like dozing off when you're falling asleep, you know, watching TV, you know, what's going on. You're aware of your surroundings. Um, Then you're going into stage two of non-REM sleep, which is a little bit deeper. Your heart rate is starting to slow down. Your breath is starting to slow down, but you can still easily be woken from this state and be aware of where you are. Then you're hitting your really deep states of sleep, stage three, where this is like a really nice deep sleep where somebody's really going to have to shake you to get you out of this sleep. During non-REM, this whenever you hear the word non-REM, I want you to think of the body. Like I always have a picture of a body up when I have this slide for people so that you can think of this is when everything is being repaired, restored. The immune system is being repaired, restored. Um, growth hormones are being released. The lymphatic systems are kind of being um, addressed at this point. So everything, body work, your muscles are being restored, tissue repair. Like if you're working out hard at the gym, this is when all of those muscle proteins are being built up. Then we come up and we hit a little bit um, lighter state of REM sleep, which is rapid eye movement. 
whenever you hear REM, I want you to think brain. Like this is when all the neurological connections are being restored and everything's taking place there. So memory consolidation, everything you're learning throughout the day is kind of making sense and being stored down into long-term memories. Um, and this is kind of, it's more of an active state with your brain waves. Um, but again, also very important, right? We need the body and the brain both restored during sleep. So you can see then if we're not getting enough of the non-REM sleep or not enough of the REM sleep, it's gonna impact different areas of our body and how we're performing throughout the day. Um, so that's some of the benefits then of, of sleep then obviously is the improved immune system because all of the stuff that's going on during non-REM sleep. Um, it can help you prevent from gaining weight, right? Because different hormones are being released when we're sleeping. And if we're sleep deprived, you're likely to gain more weight because you're craving more foods. Um, whereas if you are getting plenty of sleep, there's this, this uh, hormone called leptin, which is like your, your satiety hormone, right? So you're feeling full. So weight gain and issues with obesity that's one you know benefit of getting good sleep you're going to have a much better blood sugar regulations um happening there um it's very much important for heart health like obviously if we're not getting good sleep we're having issues with our sleep your heart is having to pump faster and beat a lot harder and stronger because it's trying to get more of the oxygen the blood flow to your brain your body your fight or flight system so that's definitely a big benefit is for your heart health. And then obviously with, with mood, um, we're getting a lot more of the chemical concoction within our brain that's helping with our mental health if we're getting quality sleep. Uh, I could go on all day about the benefits of sleep. I truly believe it is the foundation of, of everything that we need to have a nice, healthy functioning body. Absolutely. I think the way you touched on um, the different types of sleep uh, that you get, it's why it's not simply a case of saying, okay, well, you need eight hours. Um, it's a lot more, comp a much more complicated process than that, isn't it? It really is. And you can definitely tell, like if you're waking up in the morning, feeling like you were just run over by a truck and your body is fatigued, it might mean that we need to like kind of try and ramp up your non-REM sleep. See if we can get yourself to bed a little earlier because we get the majority of non-REM sleep in the early part of the night, like from 10 to 2 a.m. And then we switch to more longer periods of REM sleep in the morning hours, like from 2 to 6 a.m. So there are some kind of little hacks here and there that I kind of help my clients deal with if they're telling me they have more mental fatigue or if they have more physical fatigue. So what kind of, um, uh, as much as you're willing to disclose, what kind of things do you help your clients with? And do you give them any sort of tips on how they can improve their sleep? Right. So yeah, when I work with adult clients, it's usually a lot of people who have insomnia and have really struggled with their sleep for quite a while. So when I'm working with them, it's a lot of assessing um, like the cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia is kind of my big program that I do with clients working with them for eight weeks. So we're looking at things like their lifestyle, um, their routines, their relationship with sleep, their bedroom, their sleep space. And we're going through and assessing all of that. So giving them, you know, daily or weekly um, assignments on like things that they can do to benefit their sleep in terms of their their sleep space, let's say. And so that's always the first place I start is what does your bedroom look like? It needs to be nice and dark. It needs to be cool. It needs to be quiet. And so there's so much science that goes behind to this. And I think we've all heard this that our eyes just kind of glaze over. But if you know, if you're understanding the science behind every aspect of this, it makes it much more interesting and a lot easier to implement. So when we're talking about sleep and our circadian rhythm, right, that is our 24 
our clock that's running, that's kind of helping us function, our alert and our sleepiness clock. And it is very much dictated by light levels. And so whenever we have light coming into the eyes, it's telling our brain, basically, we need to be out hunting, foraging for food. If you can think back to like our biological makeup and how our ancestors used to be. Um, so therefore, it's sending different chemicals to the brain and the body to keep us awake and not allowing melatonin, our sleepy hormone, to go in and do its job. So I always tell people, you need to watch your environment and you need to make it nice and dim lighting. Calm yourself down a couple hours before bed. And if you're having a lot of light levels in your bedroom, it's definitely going to be sending different messages to your brain and impacting those hormones. Absolutely. And um, just linking it back to our sort of previous podcast, um, it was with Dan, uh, a chap called Dan Collins, specializes in team development. He was sort of talking about with a lot of people working from home and having to work in their bedroom, how important it is to really get that separation of the workspace mm -hmm. and the bed to really try and hone in on that. So can you, can you, have you got any thoughts on that? Yes, absolutely. That's one of my biggest rules with my clients is that the only thing that the bed is for is for sleep and intimacy. Um, we need to break that you know, the other, the other activities going on, because what happens then is you get this conditioned arousal, what we call. And so it's basically your brain is not able to shut down for things such as sleep because it's so used to going in there and it just associates the bed with then being on your phone or your computer or watching a television program. So as clear cut as you can get that separate, like have a space for your entertainment, have a space for your workspace. Do not bring it into the bedroom if at all possible. Absolutely. Um, I guess just to round up, um, have you got any thoughts on maybe, and I appreciate this might be a bit tough, but how improving safety could, in theory, help with the safety in workspaces? I suppose, because um, it links into the personal health and safety and well-being um, and the personal aspect of it, but also um, if you had a, a forklift driver, for instance, if oh. they are sleep deprived, you're obviously going to have a whole range of health and safety issues. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And I will tell you from personal experience, like one of the biggest issues I have when I'm sleep deprived is my proprioceptive input, like my system goes haywire. So that is basically your body's awareness in space. Like I'm not as aware of where my arms are going. And so you can see why that is makes people so much more prone to accidents. Um, but yeah, like there's the studies upon studies that report on how improved or decreased sleep obviously decreases your um, performance time, your reaction time to things, your mental capacity to take in the information and remember all of these safety rules with when you are on the workforce. Um, oh, tons of information on that. But yeah, basically, I want to say like the proprioceptive system is very much impacted when you are sleep deprived. Perfect. Thank you very much, Annie. Um, I think that's a great place to end it. Uh, it's been great having you on the show. And uh, obviously, if you need any um, sort of advice on sleep, sleep awareness, how to improve your sleep, head over to Zen Sleep Consulting. And uh, yeah, thanks very much for coming on the show, Annie. You're welcome. Thanks for having me.